Did you hear? Barack Obama is targeting your retirement account in his proposed budget for 2017. I'm Brian Ellis. I'll tell you what he's saying, what it actually means, and why this is a huge issue for self-directed investors right now in episode 189. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you. Get ready for another dose of predictably profitable thinking. Well, 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 my friends, another day, another proposal to regulate and overtake your control of your money from our good buddies, overlords anyone, in Washington, D.C. Today, you get another episode of the unfortunate intersection of politics with your money. That's right, my friends, Obama's new budget proposal for fiscal 2017, released in the last 24 hours, squarely targets something called retirement security. Right there in black and white on the White House's OMB, that's the Office of Management and Budget, Their webpage, uh, there has a nice little paragraph that says, and I'll ask for your indulgence, as I very dramatically and with entertaining flair read this delightful citation about Obama's take on the retirement situation in America. Millions of working Americans lack access to a retirement savings plan at work. Fewer than 10% of those without plans at work save in a retirement account on their own. In 2015, retirement security will be one of the key topics of the White House Conference on Aging. The budget would make it easy and automatic for workers to save for retirement through their employer, giving 30 million more workers access to a workplace savings opportunity. The budget also ensures that long-term part-time employees can participate in their employer's retirement plans and provides tax incentives to offset administrative expenses for small businesses that adopt retirement plans. Ah, yes, my friends, Obama, the white knight, riding in to save the day for the poor and downtrodden again. Those without the basic fundamental right of a big retirement account. That's a right somewhere in the Constitution, isn't it? Oh, well, no, it's not. But hey, that doesn't matter to this crew. So we'll just use some simple reasoning to figure out the real motives. So Obama's OMB tells us that millions of Americans lack access to a retirement savings plan at work and that virtually nobody who doesn't save at work saves on their own. Well, Mr. Obama and team, the truth isn't familiar to you, is it? You see, there's this thing called an IRA. The IRS says it stands for Individual Retirement Arrangement. Most of us think of it as an individual retirement account. And here's who's qualified to have an IRA. Anybody who earns income and is under age 70 and a half. That's it. Those are the qualifications. You've got to earn money, meaning you're employed and you're under 70 and a half. There's nothing about minimum income requirements, so it's available to the poor, too. There's nothing about minimum number of work hours, so it's available to those working part-time also. And, oh, yeah, anybody using an IRA can take that bad boy from one employer to another as many times as they want because it's not connected to the employer at all. It's all about the individual, and it already does everything you Obama people are proposing. What you're proposing will not, as you said, give 30 million more people access to savings for retirement in the workplace. That opportunity exists already right now, and all the proof is right there on the IRS website for all the world to see. Remember, all you need is to earn income and to be 70 and a half or less. That's all. So, my friends, maybe there's another agenda here. Of course there is. To detect it, we need to just read a little bit further like so. The budget also ensures that long-term part-time employees can participate in their employer's retirement plans and provides tax incentives to offset administrative expenses for small businesses that adopt retirement plans. 
Aha! So the actual plan is not really intended primarily to give more retirement savings options to the unwashed masses. The actual plan is to further centralize retirement savings under employer-sponsored plans. Well, that doesn't sound so bad, does it? Well, upon further research, it's revealed that the Obama clan want to offer tax incentives. Yes, Obama, the most tax-happy president ever. I mean, ever. That Obama wants to offer tax incentives for companies that adopt mandatory retirement savings accounts. That means employees have no choice about whether to use the employer plan. It's the only choice. They've got to use that plan. Now, why would dear old comrade Obama want to do that? No, there are two reasons that your politically incorrect but shockingly prescient host can see for this. First, it's incredibly easy to envision regulations from the government dictating where those mandatory contributions will be invested. And where might that be? Very simple, my friends. All we need to do is look at another Obama plan, the virtually worthless Myra account that Obama originally proposed in a budget just a couple of years ago. The Myra is an IRA, but less. It lets a person save for retirement without the pesky need to actually invest. (laughs) Why? Because there's one and only one choice for the money put into a Myra, to invest it in what's essentially a U.S. Treasury bond. That's the only choice. Oh, yeah, Treasury bonds? Those are the things used to fund the astounding budget deficits that exist right now. You know we wouldn't need Treasury bonds if the government didn't have debt? So basically, the Myra is required to be invested in such a way to fund government debt, and there's no other choice. And that, I predict, will be where much or all of the funds to place into these mandatory retirement accounts will be required to be placed under penalty of law from good old Uncle Sam. Which kind of leads to the second reason that the Obama regime would want to do this. And this one, I admit, is a bit conspiratorial, but absolutely not without precedent. The more money is consolidated into either or both government-issued investments like treasury bonds and or into government-regulated retirement accounts like the new proposed mandatory employer-sponsored programs, well, all of that means that all the money is basically in one place and makes it far easier for the government to do something awful with that money that none of us would ever approve, up to and including the possibility of government confiscation to some degree. Now, I don't think that plan is on the table, but What I absolutely do believe is that the government is in the business of doing one thing, making itself more powerful at the expense of you and me as individual citizens. And while I don't think we're necessarily on the precipice of a confiscatory action by the feds, it's difficult to deny that this consolidation makes such a thing much easier. And that's not without precedent, as this has been done in some countries with substantial economies in recent years, including Poland, Bulgaria, Hungary, and the big ones. You've heard of Greece and Argentina, where in Argentina the government stole $30 billion in private pension funds to shore up government deficits. But maybe, just maybe, this is only good-hearted concern for the common man from the Obama regime. Let's not kid ourselves, friends. This proposal does nothing for income earners in the lower end, the clear target of this proposal, that isn't already available to every single one of those people right now in the form of a traditional IRA. This, my friends, is not about helping people save for retirement. It's about giving the government more control over your retirement. Here's hoping that Congress will reject this outright. So this whole thing is targeted squarely at the lower-earning people in America, to be sure. Therefore, it doesn't really affect you at all as an affluent, self-directed investor, right? Well, my friends, political choices have consequences. This is what your children and your grandchildren will face. And this type of overbearing control of retirement savings, well, you can be sure if it's instituted at the lower levels of economic production, it will creep up the ladder in the form of that shapeless, intellectually dishonest justifier called fairness. And then it'll bite you, too. That's the way these things work. And that concludes today's edition of the unfortunate intersection of politics and your money. My friends, invest wisely today.
and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 